Hi everyone. Happy Thursday. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Um, I'm super excited about today's episode. I don't think it's going to be as upbeat and as fun and it's absolutely not going to be an hour long um, like last week's episode, which was my first guest episode with one of my buddies from college, Nick. If you guys didn't get a chance to go check it out, please go check it out. It was the most recent episode. It was episode 11. It was so much fun. We talked all things finance. We talked moving to New York City post-grad. We talked a little bit about our college experience. We talked about, you know, managing money in your early 20s, all that stuff. So you guys should definitely go give it a listen if you haven't tuned in yet. Um, it, it was so much fun. So I wanted to give a little quick blurb about that because I just thought it was so much fun and I've gotten such positive feedback from y'all like saying that it was such a nice change of scenery and that you're really open to the idea of having guests in the future, which is great because I already have some things queued up and I'm incredibly excited about that. So TBD, news on that to come. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited about Today's episode, I am yet again recording later than I should be. Um, it is like 10.20 at night, so I'm probably not as energetic and like screechy as I usually am, but that's probably a good thing for you guys that like tune in every single week because you're probably sick of me. But I didn't really have like a... Uh, a topic that was really calling to me like for this week's episode I kind of was feeling a little bit uninspired and kind of just burnt out honestly I had a super busy weekend we had family in town Zach's mom came to visit and it was so much fun we went and did all the DC touristy things um and it's kind of fun to be like a tourist in your own city we went and did the cherry blossoms we went got some good food good drinks we were at a speakeasy until 2 a.m on Saturday night it was just a lot of fun it was so much it was so needed for, I think, all of us, and you guys know how those weekends are, so, you know, they're a lot of fun, but they're definitely not relaxing, so I feel like I spent the earlier part of this week kind of recovering, like, sleep-wise and just catching up on rest, and I, to be completely honest, I think I just, being that I took the weekend off social media getting back onto social media on Monday, there was just, if you guys know, you know, there was just a lot that I feel like had transposed over the weekend and earlier this week in the news and the media on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram. And I feel like it was just incredibly overwhelming and overstimulating. And I honestly just was like, you know what? I, I just don't have it in me right now, like to post and to be, you know, commenting on I just didn't feel inspired to be posting about the podcast or working on the podcast and usually I'm pretty diligent about planning out my episodes and I just kind of just felt super tired and unexhausted and just kind of gross honestly um, and I just needed a little bit of a break from social media so I felt like you know what like if not feeling super inspired about any other kind of topic like why don't we talk about that, you know, and I feel like this is definitely something that you guys, especially those of you that are younger, will be able to relate to, like growing up in such a social media driven 
economy and generation, I feel like it's it's really super duper relevant. So today we're going to talk about kind of selective content consumption. Um, and this is something that I've heard talked about on other podcasts a lot. And it's something I really resonate with. And it's something I've been like intentionally working on myself, trying to create boundaries within what content I'm consuming. And you guys know, I've said this before, we are what we consume. So I felt like this would be kind of a cool roundabout way to talk about some of the things that we've talked about in previous episodes, but just like a little bit more in depth and to kind of dive into talking about social media. And if you guys know, one of my favorite podcasters is Emma Chamberlain, and she always talks about kind of like the philosophical and societal aspects that come with social media. And I think it's really cool. And I love that kind of analytical, observant. I like those kinds of takes. So I just really wanted to talk about something like that. I'm sorry if I'm not making sense. It's really late. So like, I'm not going to be as eloquent as I usually am. But nonetheless, we're going to talk about selective content consumption, the importance of tuning out distractions and kind of maintaining positivity in your life to stay in alignment. And this is something that's super important to me. And you guys know, if you're regular listeners, maybe even if you're not, being in alignment is something that is so incredibly important because being in alignment just means that the things that you're doing, the things that you're consuming, the way that you're living, the people that you surround yourself with, they're all in alignment with who you genuinely are. At your core, it aligns with your values, your wants, your desires, and it just aligns with you. And so I feel like that's kind of a recurring theme with this podcast. We talk a lot about staying true to you, finding your truth, figuring out your roots, what you genuinely care about, what you love, what sets you on fire, those kinds of things. So I thought it would be a cool way to kind of tie all of those pieces together. So like I said, you know, I told you guys I took a social media break. I was feeling super bogged down by everything. And I wanted to kind of talk about something else that, you know, ties into the whole essence of this podcast is like being a highly sensitive person, which you guys might be like, I don't even know what that is. It sounds like a fake, it sounds like a fake phenomenon. It's not. (laughs) And a highly sensitive person is quite literally, it's exactly what it sounds like. You guys can Google it if you want, but it essentially means that you are more sensitive to stimuli, to, you know, your emotions are a little bit more erratic. You are more sensitive to sleep and the food that you eat and violence and things like that. Like, so for me, this really ties into obviously sensitive, not sorry, you guys know the vibe, but being a highly sensitive person, I have a very kind of low threshold for negative content consumption and just negative consumption in general. Um, I've always been someone that's incredibly sensitive to, like I said, sleep, food, you know, watching, like I can't watch like gory movies. That's just a thing about me that you're probably like, okay, like that's, it's not that deep. Yeah. But genuinely like I will have nightmares about it for like weeks and I will feel sick to my stomach and like, feel like I have to go throw up. Like that's, (laughs) that's literally what it is. So for me being a highly sensitive person, it's sometimes it genuinely feels debilitating when there's so much stimuli and there's so much going on in the world. And 
in the news and on your phone. And it's like, I felt like everywhere I was scrolling, it was something that was making me feel like shit. Honestly, it was making me feel like shit. It was making me feel depressed. It was making me feel just kind of hopeless. It was just eliciting so many of these emotions and these negative emotions that really have the power to put me into a rut. And it's happened to me before. It's happened to me many times before. And I think the biggest thing for me as I'm growing and I'm getting older and I'm learning about myself and kind of about my triggers and, and, you know, just how I am, I think I'm, I'm trying my best to kind of learn these things and kind of cope with them and avoid them as best I can avoid these negative thought cycles and these negative patterns as best as I can. And I feel like recently it feels almost like the world is kind of collapsing around us. And it's kind of like that feeling, that feeling and thinking can really get in the way of functioning like a normal human being. And honestly, sometimes it is all consuming. I won't lie. And I think this weekend and earlier this week was a perfect example of that kind of feeling. So yeah, to say the least, that's kind of the main thing that inspired this episode. I feel like it was just something that I think needs to be talked about. And even if you're not a highly sensitive person, I think it's completely valid to feel overwhelmed and overstimulated by social media, no matter what it is that's triggering you, whether it's the news or whether it's influencers online, whether it's, you know, dietitians and nutritionists like talking about, you know, instead of eating, you know, I literally saw a thing today and this is so off topic, but I had to bring it up. I saw a thing today that was like, and I keep seeing this shit on my feed, which I don't understand because I don't, I don't look into that like dietitian kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm just kind of an intuitive eater. I just kind of do what feels right. I literally saw a thing today and it was a girl that blended up some like concoction of like dates and something and all this other shit. And she was like eating it from a jar and she was like, you guys, it tastes like caramel. There's no net sugar or like added sugars, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this stuff keeps popping up on my feed and it's irritating to me, but I can't imagine how triggering that might be to somebody that's genuinely struggled with you know, an eating disorder or maybe has a trigger around foods and things like that. And it's like, I I just keep seeing things that are just inherently triggering. And I think the social media is just designed to be addictive. And I think if you use it in the right way, it's like, right, if you have a business, for me, like I'm promoting my brand, I'm promoting my podcast on social media. That's my reason for really being on it. I'm really not active on my personal social media account because I just don't, I quite honestly don't care about like my social media image. I really don't. Like that's why I kind of just focus on my podcast content and that's really what's important to me. But because I've been focusing on working on my podcast Instagram and I redownloaded TikTok because I created a podcast TikTok account, it's like that stuff gets really old and really addicting really quick. And I just was noticing these, these things were just coming up on my feed, like things that I'm not even like interested in nor that I care about, but they just were making me feel like crap. And I don't know. I just think it all comes back to, we are what we consume. And I think 
something I've heard a lot about recently um, on podcasts that I've been listening to. I've been really trying to find and like branch out and listen to new podcasts about, you know, wellness, entrepreneurship, um, you know, self self-help podcast, things like that, like kind of just branching out, getting like, you know, more mature kind of perspectives, talking about, you know, their journeys in business and things like that as entrepreneurship is something that I'm really starting to genuinely seriously consider as, as a career path for myself and as, um, you know, something that I see myself doing within the next few years of my life. Those are things that I've been investing a lot of time in. And I feel like an overwhelming, the overwhelming feedback that I've heard multiple times is that you have to surround yourself with people that breed success. Like if you surround yourself with people that support you and are cheering you on and and you surround yourself with other successful people and mind you, success looks like something else for every single person. Success is defined in a different way. So, you know, that's besides the point. It's like, no, I'm not saying like you need to all your friends have to be making six figgies in order for you to have a, you know, a good successful business. Not at all. But I think surrounding yourself with people that are successful and that they're secure and they're happy on, you know, the life path that they're on and being with being around people that love you and support you and are there for you, I think is one of the most underrated keys to success. And it's something I've been hearing a lot about. And so I think that also ties into consumption, right? Like the people that we spend our time with. If you think about it, like we can form so much, some people can form so much of themselves to, and you guys all know a person like this. We all know a person like this. They are a different person with every group that they're with. Like, and and listen, like everyone acts a certain way with certain friends. We all know, and like family, like, yes, we all have different personas, but you guys know what I'm saying. The people that are literal chameleons, okay, and they conform to their environment like no other, those are the kind of people that I think we need to avoid. People that I'm trying, I've been trying to avoid, people that I've eliminated from my life that are like that. I think being with people that are genuine, being with people that are authentic, and being with people that are comfortable with themselves, I think is is really important. I think because then at the end of the day, if you're with people that are secure within themselves, you guys aren't consuming anything from each other that's negative, right? Like you're not picking up on these negative habits from one another. Like I had so many friends in college, even I for a bit in college, you know, I assimilated myself with this like frat princess, party girl, whatever. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know literally what to call it. It like makes me like cringe, like thinking about it, but it's like, you kind of assimilate because of the people, sometimes the people that you're with when you're not secure in yourself. And when you're kind of just like, you feel lost. I think sometimes we just assimilate to our environment we assimilate to who we're around and that's not really us. And so that's something I've definitely been focusing on um, and and kind of setting those boundaries. So I think that also, I mean, that kind of went a little bit off topic, but like it wouldn't be a sensitive, not sorry episode if I didn't go off topic a little bit. So I think this ties back to the whole 
social media situation, right? Like I need to, it's the same thing with relationships. You have to set boundaries and you have to be secure in your own habits before you open yourself up to other people. And I think now being so new to this podcasting space that has to, quote unquote, has to, but you guys know, like you can't grow anything nowadays if you don't have social media, right? Like you being a new podcaster, I feel like I have to implement social media somewhat frequently in order to promote my brand. Um, and so I think I'm I'm starting to be a lot more intentional about setting boundaries to myself and only giving myself like a certain window in the day, give or take, that, you know, I'm going to be like focusing on screen time, like getting posts queued up, like answering DMs, things like that, just because, you know, I feel like sometimes it can really become a black hole and that's not something I want it to become. I feel like I've always had a decent relationship with social media and I don't really feel like I've ever been someone that has been addicted to my phone. I'm not that kind of person at all. Like I am not that person. I'm the person that when I go out to dinner with my friends, even when I was like 16 and my friends from childhood will literally vouch for me when I say this, I would make everyone put their phones in a pile and be like, yeah, all your friends are here. I would literally say, put your phone down. All your friends are here. And we would make a pile of our phones on the dinner table and we would just sit there and we'd be present. Like that is very, 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 very important to me as a person. It's always been important to me, even when I was a lot younger. I've never been someone that's been addicted to my phone. I've never been addicted to social media. I've never been like, let me go Photoshop all my pictures and, you know, do all that stuff. Like, I just don't spend a lot of time on that. Like, my Instagram feeds, like, you know, if an influencer looked at my Instagram feed, they'd be like, oh my God, that's trash. Like, what is she doing? That's fine. Like, I, <laughs> like, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not an influencer for like many reasons, but it's just one of those things that I think. I'm learning that I need to set those boundaries and I need to be a lot more diligent about that consumption and, you know, who I'm, who I'm following, who I'm paying attention to on social media, right? Like, I think that's another thing that I think if you're in a similar situation where, you know, maybe it's not at all because, you know, maybe you're just spending too much time on your personal social media and you're kind of just feeling shitty and you can't really figure out why. Honestly, I would, I would like suggest that you kind of take a look at yourself and kind of take a look at your, the way that like you use your phone and the way that you use social media, because I feel like for a lot of people, it is such, it can be such a negative factor in our lives. And sometimes we don't even know it because I think it's so ingrained within our society and within our daily routines. You know, for me, like I don't touch my phone. I really try not to touch my phone at least like an hour and a half to two hours before I go to bed. Sometimes that doesn't happen depending on what's happening that night, you know, and I, and I don't look at my phone for like at least 30 minutes after I wake up. Um, I obviously check it to make sure like no emergencies or anything like that, but I really try to keep off my phone in the morning and night, especially because I just don't feel like starting your day or ending your day on that note 
is is good. And and look, this is not necessarily rooted in science. I'm not the authority to talk about any of this shit. This is just things that I've observed through my own routine, things that I've heard other podcasters talk about, things that I've heard other like just feedback I've gotten and just things I've heard other people talk about. I think it's just it's just important, I think, to kind of almost like self-audit ourselves sometimes because I think it's so easy to get wrapped up and to kind of forget that, uh, you know, we're not supposed to, we're not meant to be attached to these blue light devices like 24-7. You know what I mean? Like I'm on my laptop right now. I have my phone right next to me. And sometimes I, I joke with my dad and with my boyfriend. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like I was born in the wrong generation. Like sometimes I do. And sometimes I'm like, absolutely not. I'm such a Gen Z. But sometimes I really wonder, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of weird. I think technology is such, there's such good that comes with it. And there's such evil that comes with it as well. So anyways, that's kind of my spiel about social media and technology and all that shit. I, didn't really want to get super philosophical about it. I just think we live in a super like hyper technological world. And I think there's just a lot of room for toxicity there. And I think just always trying to reconnect with yourself and reconnect with, you know, your values and just making sure that, you know, for me, it's like, I just want to make sure that I'm doing things that feel good for me. And like I said, I'm someone that is very susceptible to falling into negative thought patterns and kind of just getting super wrapped up in my head and and getting into these kind of depressive states and and I've just learned things for me that work that doesn't mean that these are things that are necessarily going to work for you. So that's just something I just wanted to point out. Um but I kind of wanted to pivot a little bit and talk about removing and not even necessarily removing but just giving less attention and time to relationships and connections that aren't serving you in your life. And I think a lot of times when we think about, you know, relationships that, you know, we, we think relationships that have gone south, a lot of times we think, oh, it's like a, you know, it's like a toxic relationship or it was a really bad breakup or, you know, it was just like we cold turkey cut off this friend because they did X, Y, and Z. And I think it's really important to know that sometimes it just doesn't have to be like that. I think sometimes it doesn't have to be messy. I think there's a lot of gray area talking about this kind of thing. I think sometimes you will just realize, and this is kind of a realization I've had recently, which is why we're talking about it with someone in my life that I've been friends with for a while. Sometimes there are just people that fade out. They just kind of fade out and you kind of look at yourself one day and just go, I don't even know who this person is anymore. Like they don't check in on me. They don't do, they, they just don't, they don't care and they'll, if they only go to you for advice, this person only goes to me for advice. They only come to me when they need something. They only, you know, have questions for me when it's, when it's, when there's a benefit for them, right? Like at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. And 
these I think are sometimes the hardest to let go of because it's not like there's this outright oh well this guy cheated on me or oh well you know she hooked up with my ex or oh you know she really screwed me over because she did x y and z she stole my dream job whatever I think that is so easy to just look at and say well yeah obviously that's why you know you guys aren't friends anymore like duh like I would have done the same thing But when it's this kind of silent fading out, you know, you just lose this connection over time. I think that's incredibly difficult to come to terms with sometimes because it's kind of like you almost ask yourself, is this like even necessary? Like, am I am I making the right decision? You know, is this is this what I'm making it out to be? And for me, I've kind of come to the conclusion recently with this friend that I've had for a while that they really have just always been about themselves. Um, Even when they were younger, they've just been absolutely just obsessed with themselves in terms of not like, oh, you're a narcissist, but really just that they don't really care about anyone else's interest. It's really just kind of an ignorance uh, rather than, it's like an ignorance and an immaturity rather than like there's like malicious intent. I really don't think this person's a malicious person, but I do think, you know, it, it has to be reconciled at a certain point. And I think it kind of has to be, people have to be held accountable. And so I've been trying to kind of reconcile these kinds of relationships within my life. And, you know, recently, like within the past few weeks, I've really been thinking about this one person in particular. And, you know, I would just urge you, if you're feeling, again, if you, if you're feeling bogged down and you're feeling a little bit alone you know, in your friendships and and you know that you shouldn't. I think it always, I always find it really interesting because I've always, a lot of times in my life, I've felt like in a crowded room, I, I'm the one that can, that, that'll feel alone. You know, when you're in a room full of your quote unquote friends, but you still feel like you're just sitting there alone by yourself. I think if you've, you know, if you're friends with these kinds of people, the people that you associate with, these people that you call your friends, but at the end of the day, like, would they really go to bat for you? Do they really have your best interest at heart? You know, are you giving what they're giving? Is it even close to 50-50? You know what I mean? Because this is the thing. Relationships are not always going to be 50-50. They're rarely ever going to be 50-50. But if we're talking like a childhood friend, right, it's pretty difficult to be like 80 fucking 20. You know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty difficult to be 80 20 where there's one person that's always reaching out, always trying to make plans. And this other person is just ignoring you or ghosting you or, oh yeah, but I'm busy, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, they're always kind of turning it onto themselves. And I think it's really those are the kinds of relationships I think that especially if you're in your early 20s I think there's a lot of those and I think this is a time where you realize who your real friends are and I think it's interesting because a lot of people say when you get married and when you have kids is when you realize like who your true friends are and I've always thought that's super interesting obviously I'm not married I don't have kids but I think being at this at this stage of my life, I have friends that are in all completely different places, but I have friends that I know are ride or dies, and there are very few of those. There's 
maybe two, maybe two or three in my life, if that. And you guys, you guys just know there are just people in your life that sometimes it's just, it's just better to let those kinds of people go because at the end of the day, they're not adding anything to your life. Getting rid of them is like a net negative. It's not, you're not losing anything. I would honestly argue that you're gaining because you're making room for people that will create a positive influence in your life. You're making room for people that are going to fill your cup rather than continuously pour from it. And at the end of the day, you're just going to be pouring from an empty cup if you keep these kinds of people in your life. So with that said, um, I just kind of wanted to talk about that briefly, but now I kind of want to shift back into the, we are what we consume, being selective with your consumption. And this is something, I kind of mentioned this earlier when I talked about the lady with the dates that was like, oh my God, this tastes like caramel. You know what I mean? That whole thing. Yeah. So obviously I'm not the authority to talk about food. I'm not the authority to talk about intuitive eating and and I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist, but this is what I'm going to say. I, for me, like I said, being a super sensitive person, I have to be very diligent about the foods that I eat. And like, I can't, I don't, I never drink coffee on an empty stomach. That's kind of like a universal. You're not really supposed to do that because it's not good for your like blood sugar or your metabolism. I don't even know, but I know that there's, there's like science behind that, but focusing on eating foods that make me feel good and happy is genuinely so important for my mental health. And this is something I've learned through experience and it's a known fact that the foods that you eat and the things that you consume absolutely affect your mental health. Same way alcohol is a depressant and it creates, it, you know, it amplifies anxiety and depression. And if you suffer from those kinds of things, like you might want to stay away from alcohol. Alcohol is something that I've started to consume a lot less of. And, and my relationship with that has changed. And you guys know that if you listen to, I think it was like episode... I don't even know what episode it was. I'm gonna, I was going to try to reference it, but I think it's like episode six or something like that. I talk about my evolving relationship with alcohol. So for me, my body is just super sensitive to sugar levels, dairy, I'm lactose intolerant, tea, uh, caffeine, and, and those kinds of things. So, and alcohol, obviously. So, which is just sugar. But being diligent about when and what I'm consuming has really helped me kind of maintain my energy levels and like feel mentally and physically better throughout the day. And this obviously is not the only thing. I think all of these things that I'm talking about work hand in hand, right? Like being surrounded with positive people, investing in things that make you happy, consuming, physically consuming things that make you happy, you know, only consuming content on social media that's good for you. You know what I mean? So they all work hand in hand. Not one of these things is a surefire fix to feeling burnt out, feeling like you're in a rut, feeling just kind of exhausted and just down. Um, So for me, I think focusing on the foods that I'm eating, I think recently I've, I've tried to really eliminate dairy as much as possible. And that's not because you know, of anything other than the fact that one, it is really bad for my hormonal acne. It's, it's a trigger for me. And also, which is why I'm on mind, body, skin by clear stem, which is the skincare brand that I'm an ambassador for. That's helped me a lot with my acne as well. 
but just focusing on consuming things that are good for me. And, you know, I've, I've been trying to limit dairy. I've been trying to limit my alcohol intake. I've been really focusing on just eating mostly just whole foods um, and not the grocery store, but you guys know what I'm saying, like whole foods. Um, <laughs> so I've really been focusing on that. And I think that's helped me a lot in tandem with everything else that I've been doing uh, to make me just kind of feel better. And like I said, I think honestly, part of the reason that I felt like absolute poo this weekend was because I was out drinking until two in the morning on Saturday night, which is not a normal thing for us. Like I'm such a grandma. I'm in my grandma era. We already talked about this. I just, that's not my vibe anymore. Like I really don't do that, but you know what, if it's an occasion and you know, we have family in town, we have friends in town, there's something to celebrate. Of course we're going to go hard. You know what I mean? But it's just really not something I'm, I've, it's just something I'm not going to make a habit of anymore. It's just something that's not good for me. And that's honestly probably why it's a probably a fairly large factor as to why I felt like crap, uh, earlier this weekend. But like I said, I'm, an intuitive eater. I just try to consume things that are going to make me feel good. And it's not, I'm not a restrictive eater literally by any means. I just eat what I think is going to be good for me. Um, and like I said, I'm not the authority to talk about anything like that, but you guys know what I mean. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sit here and lecture you, but just to kind of give my guidance and my advice, if you're feeling similar. So with that, um, I think the last thing that I wanted to talk about was just kind of like an overview of things that I've been trying to do, you know, intentionally to keep myself on track and to kind of avoid mental burnout and falling into these negative thought cycles and just kind of feeling like just feeling crappy. So I think I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I've been really focused on finding podcasts that, finding new podcasts to listen to. Podcasts, honestly, I started one myself. I obviously love them and I have such an appreciation for them. Um, you know, and I think I've really been trying to find podcasts that focus on entrepreneurship, wellness, health, journeys about self-growth, journeys about starting businesses, um, you know, doing things like that. I've really been inspired by stories like that recently and just kind of finding new creators, finding new podcasts, finding new platforms, all that stuff, um, I think has been really helpful for me. And podcasts are one of my favorite ways to spend my time because it's not visual. It is quite literally like I can be doing chores around my apartment. I can be folding laundry. I can be washing dishes. I can be going on a walk. Like this afternoon, I went on a walk and I listened to my girl, Kaylee Christina uh, from Clear Stem talk about kind of her journey as a co-founder of her brand um, on the Entrepreneurista podcast, which was really incredible. Um, they recently just won an award, like the Entrepreneurista 100. Um, the brand was ranked like in the top 100, which is incredible. And I just love hearing those kinds of stories and just love hearing people like that talk about, you know, their journeys uh, toward entrepreneurship and kind of just how they got where they're at. I think I've been super inspired by that recently. And so those are things that make me feel really happy. And like I said, I can go for a walk and just listen and just kind of zone out. But I also feel like I'm either learning or, you know, I'm being entertained in some way. I really just, I think, 
educational podcasts are just becoming my shit, honestly. I just love learning and just kind of absorbing things whenever I can. I'm kind of like a dweeb in that way. Um, I literally fell asleep on the couch multiple times last week watching the Netflix Explain documentaries. Like, you know, like they have one on like like, they have them on literally everything. Like, they have one on, like, diamonds, which for whatever reason I was really obsessed with. I thought it was so sick. Like, it was so cool. There was one on pandemics. <laughs> a little bit triggering. There was one on, I think, like, the future of the meat industry, which is super interesting for me because, you know, I'm, I am I really don't eat any meat. Um, I, I would consider myself, like, fairly pescatarian. I'm not, like, restrictive in that way. It's just I just don't eat meat for personal reasons. I unless I literally have to. <laughs> but I just thought that was super interesting. I just love spending my time learning and kind of consuming that kind of content rather than just like scrolling mindlessly on my phone. That's something that's made me personally feel a little bit better and kind of feel a little bit more productive. If I'm feeling lazy and I don't want really to like read my book or anything like that on my Kindle, um, it's just a nice way to pass the time. So I would definitely suggest that if you're kind of similar. Um, if not, go watch your true crime, babe. Like if that's your thing, that is not my thing. Absolutely not. I literally would have nightmares for the rest of my life. Um, I cannot watch true crime. That is absolutely horrifying to me. But anyways, so focusing on things that inspire me, focusing on kind of exploring podcasts, different content creators, spending more time outside in the sun in nature is so important to me. Grounding is so important to me. If you don't know what that is, it's like essentially literally touching the earth, like, like with your feet, um, quite literally being grounded. So that's always been super duper important for me. Um, I'm just a nature lover. I'm an animal lover to my core. And so spending that kind of time outside and just getting vitamin D is absolutely so important. And I'm so freaking thrilled that it is officially spring and in DC, it gets a lot warmer earlier. Well, no, it gets warmer earlier than it did in Pennsylvania where I grew up. So um, I'm just very happy about that. So making sure that on my like lunch breaks, if I'm working from home, I'm going outside. I'm not just sitting on the couch, making sure like I'm, you know, if I'm not working out that day, I'll go and I'll take a nice long walk. Um, something like that. I think those little things make such a difference for me. Um, so that's one thing. Like I said earlier, you guys, minimizing my screen time, this is obvious. Setting boundaries with myself, it's kind of so stupid because I literally think, I think about like the parents, like the iPad kids, and I think about them being like, okay, like you can't have your iPad past like 5 p.m. Like I literally feel like that's like what I'm telling myself. Like I'm a grown ass individual, like I'm a grown ass woman. And it's just like, sometimes like we just have to do that. I feel like that's the world that we live in and we honestly just have to just be diligent and be smart about the people that were that were watching the things that we're following and and consuming. So that's been something. Uh, and on that note, deleting social apps off my phone when necessary. I literally deleted TikTok this morning because I was like, I just cannot see more. I just can't see more of the things that I've been seeing. It's just too much for me. So that's another thing. If you have to do that, do that. Another thing too, guys, is spending time on creative hobbies. And I've talked about this before. And you guys have seen, like, I love going to the park and, like, drawing and, like, sketching things. I love doing that kind of stuff. Recently, I've been very, like, interested in, like, interior design. I don't know why. It's just been something that's kind of calling to me. I've been really 
focused on trying to figure out like what my vibe is for like interior design. Like I don't really know. Like part of me feels like it's kind of like rustic coastal. And then another part of me is like it's modern. But another part of me feels as though it's it's almost like European. So I'm just trying to figure out like what my style is there and like looking on Pinterest and getting that kind of inspiration and like going to Target and just like looking at the stuff that they have there. I just love doing that kind of stuff recently. It's been super inspiring for me and fun and it helps me like get out of my head a little bit. So that's been really cool. It's something I never really used to be interested in, but I'm like, okay, we're going to rock with it. I guess that's what being in your 20s is. Like you realize, oh, like I want to make a really cute space for myself. Like what's my style? What's my vibe? Another thing is too, um, this is the last thing that I wanted to say. This past weekend, I forced my boyfriend and his mother to go paint pottery with me. That was our fun little activity of the day on Friday. It was so much fun. It was so peaceful. And I used to love doing pottery. Like when you make the pottery and you like throw it on the wheel. Like I did that when I was in school. That was like the art, like my favorite art class. I took that for years. And I just love painting pottery. And so I was like, okay, no, we're going to do this. It's going to be good for all of our mental health. And they were just like, okay, Jess, like we get it. You're, you're, you're in your hippie era, but it was so much fun. And I'm so excited because I get to pick up my little bowl this weekend. It's going to be all glazed and fired up. It's going to be perfect. And I'm so pumped. I made a white little bowl. It was called a cottage bowl. It was like this cute little bowl. And I painted little oranges and lemons on the inside of it. For whatever reason, I'm in my like Tuscan Aperol spritz obsessed. I I don't really know. I think I'm just, I really want to go to Europe this summer and for whatever, it's like creeping into my subconscious in ways that I'm not aware of. But like those kinds of things genuinely are so enjoyable. And I'm not saying you need to go paint a friggin' friggin' pot. Okay. Like you don't need to do that, but just find things that inspire you and that make you happy. And that can kind of take your mind off of the negativity and the chaos and especially if you're feeling burnt out or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling uninspired. I think all of these things in tandem kind of work together to, you know, I think there's just, there's, there's so many distractions in life. And I feel like if you don't allow yourself to set those boundaries, like they'll just get the best of you in some way. At least that's kind of how I felt. And so, you know, really recently. And so that's why I wanted to talk to you guys about that today. So That's all that I have for you guys. Um, I did want to say, quick plug, if you want to check out any of the skincare items at ClearStem, if you wanted to pick anything up, I don't know if you guys use them or not, I really would encourage you to um, look into the brand if you're kind of feeling like you don't really know where to go with your skincare journey, your self-care journey, whatever that may be. Um, I was going to talk about that on today's episode, but I was like, you know what, we're going to save that for a totally separate episode. Um, but yeah, you guys know all that information will be in the show notes as per usual, and you can find it in my link tree from all my social media accounts. Um, my code is sensitive for 15% off. If you guys want to check anything out, I think I'm probably going to film like a little video or like a TikTok soon showing you guys kind of what my routine is with all my clear stem products. I absolutely love and adore them. You guys know this. I don't believe in any other brand more than I believe in them. They're absolutely wonderful and incredible. And the girls on the team are just like the most 
amazing human beings. So I really do think you guys should check it out, especially if you're struggling with hormonal acne or you're struggling with kind of like dietary triggers or anything like that. They have the mind, body, skin supplement. Like I said, that's something I've been taking for months now. And that's another thing that I've been consuming that's been helping me, uh, keep my shit together and keep my skin clear because I, you girl had cystic hormonal acne. So that's a story for another day, but you guys should definitely check them out. Um, I love you all. Have a wonderful weekend and I will see you next week. I'm thinking that next week up, up no, oh my God, next week's episode <laughs> is going to be the couples Q and A with Zach. So tune in for that. That's actually going to be super fun and I'm very excited about it. And the audio quality is probably not going to be shitty because we're both going to be sitting in front of my microphone. So get excited. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I will see you guys next week. Love you all. Bye.